Hey folks, Kip Cutler here. Info Sports Now is a fan-made satire comedy entity and is in no way affiliated with any professional sports teams, leagues, or entertainment companies. All characters presented are for entertainment purposes only and do not reflect the beliefs of the actors and actresses portraying them. The time is now. The place is now and this is in this ill sport now yo everybody welcome back welcome back to the number one misleader in sports and political satire, I have not done that in a while. I almost forgot the intro. You nailed it. This is Info Sports Now, and I'm your host, Pip Cutler. Here I am, always, always and belovedly with my brother. Cal Cutler. Cal Cutler, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Kip. Now, um, normally, you know how people always do things like, Oh, what am I thankful for and stuff? I tell you every single day, the thing I am thankful for the most uh, is two. One is you. I love you very Naturally. much. Appreciate that. And two, I'm um, thankful to be in America. Yes. That is the most important thing to be thankful for. Because even at our worst, which we most definitely are right now, um, we are better than all of you at home. Especially if you're outside the United States. <laughs> I don't know. They don't exist to me. <laughs> they don't exist. Nor to, to God. <laughs> right. uh, so, hey, guys, we're doing another twofer, okay? I know you've been hurting. What's best is um, people really love... Uh, so some of my friends hit me up saying that the Lou Boo is their favorite. I enjoyed the hell out of Lou Boo. Isn't it crazy how uh, sports sometimes doesn't always involve a ball correct but it usually involves massacre <laughs> oh yeah definitely yeah. massacre male ego uh and a bunch and a bunch a bunch a bunch of uh like treachery yeah. lying deception deception chauvinism and uh like penis envy yeah real quick before we get started today we're going to talk about the USFL, the United States Football League. Oh, but, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, more importantly, this is really because I discovered the San Antonio Gunslingers. But What a name. Guys, uh, go on to infosportsnow.com. I know I keep saying I'm going to write stories, and I have been. I have been. I'm going to post some new stuff. Uh, remember, it is sports satire. I know I. it's ridiculous how I have to keep saying this. But I just have to make sure, just in case this ever comes up in a lawsuit in the future. Uh, satire parody on YouTube. We are still doing the Info Sports Now live. Um, I have a few things in the works. And you're going to be getting a lot more of those in January. Just got a few things in the works. Trust me, it's worth the wait. But now that we're here, okay, uh, Kip, Cal, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing a two for a day. First one, United States Football League. 
And this story, as most of you, if you've heard about this league at all, you know that it involves God Fuhrer Donald Trump. Well, I mean, it, everything should involve God Fuhrer Donald Trump. And if this is your first time listening to Info Sports Now, you need to know a few things. One, um, we are the embodiment of what Republicans should be. Correct. Two, we give the absolute truth in all of news, sports, all those things. Um, I research a lot of stuff, and the facts and uh, the sports information you're here, or, or that you hear is going to be accurate. Now, I understand that opinions can be considered opinions, and hyperbole oftentimes is uh, misunderstood as truth. Kip Cutler, I am a man of hyperbole, especially on a sports satire podcast. But I do my research, and feel free to cross-reference whatever you like, whenever you want. If you believe, for some reason, that LeBron James, like, has sex with a unicorn and Dr. Spock on Tatooine because it came out my mouth, and you think that that's real, that's a you problem, not an us problem. Correct. However, if I say something like, oh, the NBA in 1993 investigated Michael Jordan's gambling habits, and it's on record that that happened, maybe you should look it up to see if it did happen, because it most definitely did. And when you retire three weeks before the season begins, and sure, you might have mentioned to your personal trainer, Tim Grover, because Tim Grover published it in his book, that you want to get in baseball shape, but maybe it's because you knew the league was looking into your gambling habits. If I say something like that, maybe you should, I don't know, check on it to yeah. see if it happened, which it most definitely did. That sounds, yeah, that sounds uh, oddly, um, you know, specific for a hypothetical. I mean, yeah, yo, hypothetical. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, welcome to Info Sports Now. Let's go into the United States Football League, which started operations in 1983 because some dude uh, named, uh, his name is Dixon, he was all like, hey man, I am, so they had like this World Football League in the 70s that was supposed to compete with the NFL, but they're not trying to compete, they're trying to make money because you want to get absorbed and bought. Uh, so, like, the goal. NFL, the AFL had a merger. The American Football League had a merger with the NFL. Uh, same thing that happened with the ABA and the NBA. Right. Because you can make a lot of money in competing and merging. This is what companies do all the time. As you know already, yes. Amazon, Facebook, Microsoft, they buy smaller things. And, they, you know, so you can, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the point of all of this is to make money. Right. Right. So Dixon, who is not a billionaire, is all like, this is a great idea. I want to make money. So he convinced other billionaires to be like, hey, look, do you want to make money? We're trying to get bought by the NFL or we're actually going to do well here. And the biggest, like the, the major thing about the USFL, though, they're like, we're not really going to compete with the NFL. Because we're going to play our games in the spring. 
I like that. It's a win-win situation. Yeah. If they don't buy us, what's our competition? College baseball? Oh, yeah. People love that. Absolutely. Love going to college games. Oh, right. Yeah. So they all knew that they know how like baseball is apparently our national pastime. I, I don't think that's in the Constitution. No, no, it's not. All Republicans know that football and male dominance is our national pastime. Absolutely. Right. You know, Republicanism, discriminating against people. That's what we do in America. Yeah, because, I mean, life is, I mean, not a new thing. It's, I mean, full of decisions, the oldest of which are... Uh, how to make money, Yeah, and then the second, what drug to blow it on. It, absolutely. And uh, really wish now I did a top five list of drugs. <laughs> but I didn't think about that. Didn't think about you saying that. So Off the cuff. I know what number one is. <laughs> <laughs> the three-way tie. Yeah, what's the thing? <laughs> Vagina, cocaine, and money. <laughs> I mean, seriously, pick any one of those three. Or all three. You're right. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) We should have a contest to see which three are the best. I'm going to poll you, America. (laughs) Yeah, sign your name here. We're going to do this poll. So that's where we started at. Also, have to give credit because uh, Jeff Perlman's book, Football for a Buck, it's a pretty good source and all these things of all the books that well i don't read one i just want to be clear on this of course i do not read kip cutler doesn't read anything nor but should you if you do like reading or if you like audiobooks you really should check out jeff perlman's football for a buck allegedly he has a very very good job uh chronicling uh the beginnings of the usfl he interviews a lot of people. There's a lot of good quotes in there. Allegedly. Not that I would know. No. Because you yeah. don't read. Well, Jeff Perlman is a journalist. And they're all liars. You are right about that. That's See, that, that you have to be careful of those things. Absolutely. Now, Cal, you and me, we're not media. We're not journalists. No. Right. No, we, we are social physicians who are treating your inflamed skin with the truth that we suggest you apply our truth liberally to all of your areas as often as you want throughout the day oh my god we are social physicians we're social shamans we are social shamans that's right i love it because there's way too much cultural inflammation going on in the sports world today there is cal that's why i love you so, let's get into the United States Football League. Let's do it. So, in 1983, I'm just going to read you the names of the teams. And uh, you just let me know. So, we got the Philadelphia Stars. Okay. Uh, the Boston Breakers. Okay. Yeah, you want to know where that came from? I am intrigued. Uh, well, it's in the north. I did not look it up. But it's something to do with like water and breaking on like some like sound shit or something like that. I don't, I don't really know. Oh, uh, oh, I think I okay, yeah. yeah. The New Jersey Generals, which is a team that uh, God fear Trump owned. 
Got it. That yeah. makes me feel a lot better about the name. But not at first. He owned it later on. Yeah, he didn't start the team. Well, no, you have to look at the prospects. He's he's in, he invests. Oh, yeah, investing. That's the word for it. That's correct. It, yeah, he invests. Yes. Uh, boy, does he. Um, the Washington Federals, who are, okay, the San Antonio Gunslingers are the craziest team out there, like the, the most dysfunctional team. Washington Federals were second. Oh, boy. Boy, they got their own, they got their own problems. We're, we're going to go over that later. There's the Michigan Panthers, who named themselves that because they're trying to rival the Detroit Lions. Makes sense to me. And their jerseys are actually pretty sweet. I, I can't deny. I, I really like it. They got this like royal purple silver thing going on. It's, it's pretty cool. That sounds pretty tight. I like it. Uh, also, they were the most functional team. They, okay. they did a really good job with how, like, how they ran things. I mean, okay. comparatively. Well, so if I could suggest, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I still want you to go along with the story, but um, I think what people need to learn is is when to stop doing things. And if we stop right here, the story will no longer be tragic. It sounds like to me, like we should just. <laughs> and what, oh, yeah, not have fun. <laughs> <laughs> At what point have we done anything that did not end up in a disaster? <laughs> We just tell the tales. That's right. <laughs> a love disaster. I mean, as long as the liberals are the ones, you know, disaster. Look, someone said that we're fear mongers. We're not fear mongering. No. The only thing we're trying to do is we're going to talk about disasters because this is what happens if you let. You know what? Let me just go back to this. All right. <clears throat> we got the Chicago Blitz, which is very unfortunate because, um, Remember NFL Blitz? Oh yeah. Oh right. So I'm thinking, oh, this is where it, this is where that game came from. Yeah. It's not oh. completely unrelated. Oh. I know. I know. Disappointing. That is. We have the Tampa Bay Bandits, the Birmingham Stallions, the Oakland Invaders, who named their team that to rhyme with the Oakland Raiders. It was on purpose. Um, the Los Angeles Express, just stupid. The Denver Gold, which is also stupid because the Denver Nuggets already exist, and the Arizona Wranglers. Right. It's dumb. It gets dumber. Here are the later teams in the uh -oh. USFL. The Orlando Renegades, which, why? I, the Houston Gamblers. Because <laughs> those are good role models. So, I can't remember, I didn't write down the name of the owner, but in uh, Jeff Perlman's book, the owner was like, yeah, when Houston was started, you know, and you went into the oil business, you gambled everything you had, and that's why we're the gamblers. And it's like, uh, that's not that's what you had. Come on. The Jacksonville Bulls, the Oklahoma Outlaws. The Pittsburgh Maulers, the Memphis Showboats. They're in Memphis. They're in Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you were in Memphis and you said to yourself, you've been there several times. When's the last time you're like, golly. <laughs> I sure, I sure love to get on the boat and show Whopper. 
pop on the book. You want to know why I called that? Why? Because they, the owner was like, ah, we're here, we're flashy. You know, we're showboating. We're showboats. You can't attract people to Memphis. No, you cannot. <laughs> and boy, it, the owner knows that. I'm going to get into a story with that owner and bringing players to Memphis to illustrate how you cannot bring anybody to Memphis. Wow. You think Ja Morant right now, the superstar for the Grizzlies, you know, he's like this young phenom. He didn't pick to go there. He got drafted there because Memphis is horrible. <laughs> Seriously, it sucks. You know that song, Walking in Memphis? You know, the last <laughs> verse, that no one listens to the last verse. The last verse is like the dude walking away from, from Memphis. Memphis. I don't know who sings it. I don't know. John Cougar Mellencamp, probably. Probably, but <laughs> very accurate. That's right. Walking away from Memphis. I mean, right. Memphis. Oh, yeah. And San Antonio Gunslingers. But you know already. Did you know that the uh, the Oklahoma Outlaws, so they're owned by and again, I really wish I wrote this dude's name down. It starts with a T. It's like Trantham or Trailum or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the Oklahoma Outlaws were um, the first place they wanted to go was San Diego, but the city rejected them. City's so like, we can't, we we don't have enough space for you. Also, you know, you gotta pay a lot of money. Remember all. If you have a professional sports team, right. you need tax money from the city and from the state. So you actually have to get approval to work these deals out. Got it. So that's why when teams move sometimes, it's because they can't work out a deal on, let's say, an arena. Uh, right. Because the league might say, you need this certain kind of arena with this capacity because we need the revenue in order for you to stay in so the rest succeed. of us can make money. Right. So when teams, like, uh, for instance, um, when L.A. was getting the Rams, so they moved from St. Louis to the Rams. Right. Uh, to, yeah. yeah. So uh, Stanley Cronkey, who's the owner, and the Ram, or and St. Louis did not, they weren't able to work out a deal to get enough taxpayer money. But the plan was always to move to L.A., but that's how that whole thing worked. Got it. was because they we can't work out a deal, deal yeah. for the money. Because we need your money for me to make money. Right. Meaning that the taxpayers, you know, all of you living there, you're paying money for that team. So now I've got an important question. Oh, well, yeah. Where are my dividends? Whose dividends? Mine for putting into a team that I'm paying for. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. We're Republicans. We're getting paid somehow. By somebody else's capitalism, where they're making all the money. Trickle down, Cal. It's a trickle down economics. That's how it works. Rich people take your taxpayer money, and then somehow you benefit. You just have to trust the American system. I got it. Okay. Yeah, all especially right. in sports. Yeah. Yeah. That that makes sense. It makes sense, and that goes. A, yeah. Okay. Because government really isn't there to take care of you. Um. You know, American government is more like a coach, really. Right. Like it should be because our government and our taxpayer money should not be taking care of its citizens. It should be helping professional sports teams and billionaires line their pockets, but it should not be helping. It, you shouldn't have to depend. It's not a welfare system, okay? So, like a no. coach, Belichick. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Bill Belichick. Perfect. 
who's making $18 million this year. Wow. Right. <laughs> anyway, so the Oklahoma Outlaws, after being rejected by San Diego, had two choices. I'm going to tell you the first one, which is where they end up, is Tulsa. Oh. All right. I'm going to tell you their second option. You let me know which one is better. Tulsa or Honolulu, Hawaii? Can I have a weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you know which one they did. <laughs> I'm going to go with Honolulu. They chose Tulsa. <laughs> I, I get it. It's hard to fly out to Honolulu, but yeah. you have to pay for all that. But Tulsa, have you seen the first 48? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. And I am beginning to take back what I said about Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I instantly, I mean, I don't regret what I said about Memphis. It's just there are worse places. Other things to note about the uh, United States Football League. One of the things that they did, uh, the NFL did not want juniors in uh, college to play because okay. uh, the, the NCAA and the NFL, um, you know, in a very capitalist way, which I support. I Me too. To make sure that the, the NFL wants to make sure that their developmental system and pipeline that they do not have to pay for stays there. Right. Because you that don't makes want sense. to develop these players on your own. No. Once again, you want other people's money to do it yes so families when you send your kids to schools and you pay all that money in tuition remember it's not just going to your child's tuition it's going to developing sports athletes that's right which is why that shit keeps raising yes also there's taxpayer money goes into it so you're paying for it twofold and oftentimes in 46 of 50 states the highest paid state employee is the football coach Wow. Oh boy, I, I well you know I, I never think it's forty four. No, wow. no, it's forty six now because Coach K retired. I never I never thought about oh, that. Oh yeah. No, Kip Cutler, again, I don't read. There's no reason for you to look this up on your own if you think I'm kidding. <laughs> you should not. <laughs> so um anyway, there's this guy named Herschel Walker, who is my favorite football player. One of mine, And too. Trump acolytes. Right. It's an important role. That's right. You should go back and uh, watch the, the, the Info Sports Now series on YouTube. I do cover briefly, um, you know, when we're talking about things like goo backs, you know, coming to take over uh, baseball. Mm -hmm. So I briefly mentioned when Trump first bought Herschel Walker, although... Trump said he brought Herschel into the league, and I know technically that did not happen. I know it didn't happen, but Herschel was a he, he was college standout, one of the best college football players ever. I do mean ever. He, I mean he has ever. I mean he has so many records. Can't take it from and, him. Um, and everybody knows who he is. So he's a college junior, twenty years old. At this point, you couldn't leave to go to the, uh, the NFL as a junior. You had to be a senior because um, there isn't a real reason. The NFL is just like, you can't mess up the system. No. So the USFL was like, fuck that. No, we'll, we'll take juniors. Yeah, Whatever. Absolutely. Are you good? We'll, we'll sign you. And the NFL sure panicked. 
they're all like, no, we can't do that. So uh, the New Jersey Generals had a scout they sent out there to Herschel Walker and his, fam- his family's place or whatever. And they're like, hey, how much is it going to cost? And Herschel's like, I don't know. Are you going to pay me? And so um, the New Jersey Generals first owner was like, I got about a million dollars. How does that sound? And Herschel's like, I don't think that's enough. So then this one random team called the Dallas Cowboys got wind of this and they sent their own people to Herschel. And they're like, do you want to sign with us? Herschel's like, you you got to draft me. Like, we can't just work out a deal. And they're like, right, we can't. But, but if you quit college and you don't enter the draft, we can't because you're not a senior. And Herschel's like, all right, I'm listening. What's the price on it? And uh, whatever price they gave him wasn't enough because he signed with the USFL. Would you like to hear his deal? I would. So Herschel's 20 years old. And uh, there is a salary cap in the USFL at like $1.8 million. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So uh, Herschel's deal is $2 million up front. Wow. Up front. Wow. And this is in 1983. Uh, a lot of money. Or, or, I'm sorry. Just 1982. 1982. Uh, yeah, so $2 million up front with a $1 million signing bonus, which is the next year in 1983, and then another $1 million signing bonus the year after that in 1984, with another $1.2 million signing bonus, or, or, or just a bonus, in 1985. On top of the salary that he's going to get, because you got to stay under salary cap, signing bonuses don't count in the salary cap. That's fair. And $750,000 that are going to go to oil investments. Wow. Yeah. I would sign with them too. Yeah, me too. So he did. As I would. People got mad at him because he was worried about getting injured while playing college and making nothing because when you get injured, you don't make money. You don't make money. That's right. And the most prized college athlete at this point ever since oj simpson wanted to make sure that he could stop and this is what herschel said i didn't want to make money for other people i wanted to make money for me and my family he understood the first rule the decision of making money and how to do it i don't care what anybody thinks about herschel walker me either you gotta respect that part yeah you, you mean that College players commit, and no, you're wrong. I'm all for slavery. I, yeah. College players. Who, I mean, who isn't? Right. I I want, well, first of all, college players should not get paid. No. I'm, I'm a Republican. Remember right. That. Uh, do you think they should get paid? No. In fact, I think the parents should pay me to <laughs> allow them to play. They are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not just saying it's because Herschel Walker, later on, after all the brain damage in MMA, (laughs) decides that he's going to get bought by Trump again. That's not why I'm saying this. I'm saying, and I know, hey, Kip, aren't you a hypocrite because you said people shouldn't make money off their amateur sports and you are supporting Herschel Walker? First of all, that is not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that all college players 
who don't agree with me politically shouldn't make any money. That is an important distinction, and I'm glad you made it. Somebody, look, I don't talk around the facts here, okay? Never have you. Exactly. Now, Cal, I want you to tell me something else, though. I'm ready. In 1983, who was the highest paid player in all of sports? All of them. Oh. I don't know. Do you even know anyone who was <laughs> OJ Simpson. Wait, was he playing? I don't know. He could have been. Maybe. It's not 1994 yet. <laughs> could have been. Hulk Hogan. No, oh, not in 83. No. Oh, it was not Hulkamania yet. That was 84. Yeah, Zay, Zay, he's not quite there yet. I would have believed Rick you, Flair. If this is 88, it could have been. could have been. It's not. Rick Flair. It could have been. Rick Flair. Ooh, wait, I don't know if they counted that, though. I don't probably not. Who would? Man, I, I'm willing to bet in 1986 or 87, I'm willing to bet Hulk Hogan was the highest paid. I'm willing to bet he was one of them for sure. But it's Herschel Walker. <laughs> 20-year-old. Herschel Walker tops the list. Absolutely. Um, and before anybody says his contract is ridiculous, I want to point something out. Have you ever tried to run on wet grass? I have. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit harder than dry grass. It is. It is fairly difficult. Herschel Walker ran a 4.20 40-yard dash on wet grass. <laughs> That's something else. I offer up that money too. Oh, a four point two zero. This is before the good steroids. Yes, it is actually. Did before you know all that, that synthetic stuff. You know when Michael Vick went into the uh, NFL Combine, he ran the fastest forty of anybody there. I can believe it. Yeah, I didn't know that, but I can believe it. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a four point two one or something ridiculous. I believe like that. that. Yeah, he was the fastest player in the league for a while. It's insane. So, uh, also, Herschel Walker could not block, and he couldn't catch when he first got into the league. Because why? Yeah. You're like a six foot three, two hundred and sixty. Google Herschel Walker if you don't know what he looks like, and see what he looks like at fifty five. Yeah, and then a beast. He's that's a lot to carry. I mean that 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 number that you quoted earlier is ridiculous. In wet grass. In wet grass. Which, uh, Did it take him 100 yards to stop? <laughs> I don't know. That's superhero speed. That's very <laughs> just like the Flash. It's like, oh, I'm here now. Hey, uh, Cal, have you ever smoked cigarettes before? Never. Okay. If you're going to smoke cigarettes, where, where would you smoke them? If you're a pro football player. What, am I Herschel Walker? No. Oh. Maybe outside the snack stand. So at let's the far talk corner. about all the players who aren't Herschel Walker. <laughs> there's a lot of them because it's a United States Football League. You gotta get somebody. There's a player named Bobby Scott who used to play for the Saints. Let's talk about why he used to play for the Saints because he smoked cigarettes in the huddles. One time during an NFL game. <laughs> now, what year was that? 
I don't know. But I don't know what year it was. So I, I understand when they're not, you know, they were talking about the 80s and 90s when it's not quite like it is now. Oh, but sorry. I still wouldn't do it in he the huddle. To, he used to play for his Saints, but that was in 83 when he played for the Oakland Invaders. Okay. Yeah. I just, you, you don't just do it in the huddle with people and, you know. It. Well, hey, look, it's either that or Bible study. I, I'm not kidding. It's smoking cigarettes in Bible or study. Bible study. No, no, oh. not in Bible study, Cal. You have Bible study <laughs> while playing football, Cal. What are you talking about? <laughs> Come on, man. All right. So the Oakland Invaders had a lot of Bible study, not just on the field, but most of the time they had it like in the like, hotel rooms and stuff or, or the locker room. So there's a there's a person who they left unnamed they didn't want to embarrass him who again you don't believe me go ahead and try to look this up who was uh they were caught having unprotected anal sex with a prostitute on the side of a staircase oh i said i didn't know where it was i, I forgot i wrote it down it's at the red lion inn okay yeah so I want to bring up two important things I think that we need to be fair to them about is, is one, it wasn't vaginal penetration. So th that absolves them of either fornication and or adultery. That's absolutely true. Yes. Yeah. So I think that is important to, to note. I mean, once again, it said prostitute. It did not distinguish male or female. Anal penetration could be done on. All sorts of things. Right, because most things have anuses. But I don't think that we need to get, get into that because I am a, uh, I, I, you know, I, I believe strongly in privacy. Uh, no, I mean, I do too. Yeah. It's my own. Right. But when it's other people's, I don't really care. Yeah, or if you can make money off it. Oh, right. Or if I can make money off it. Um, so the Tampa Bay Bandits were named after Billy Bob Thornton's uh, movie that involved a bandit or something he like that. He is that old. Yeah. So, Damn. there's that. Also, there's uh, the fact that they one time had a million dollar giveaway and a winner, George Townsend, got a million dollar check in 1983. It was a million dollar giveaway. Wow. That's, that's a good chunk of change. Okay. Uh, you're a Republican. Yeah. What's the catch? The only catch is that the government is going to tax you through the ass. That's most definitely going to happen. Most definitely. What's the, what's, uh, what's the other catch? I don't know. So, the payments were annual. He didn't get all that money at one time. Oh, boy. Yeah. So it's going to be $50,000 annual payments. Okay. Starting in 2005. Wow. So he got it You in have to live <laughs> to 2005. Right. Not only just as a football player, out of the USFL. Oh, no, it was, it was a fan. It was oh, a it was a fan. It's a million-dollar giveaway. Well, that still. 50005 Right. right. $50,000. Uh-huh. Well, the team in the league folded before then, so of course, whoever George Townsend is, I'm sure he's dead, did not get any of that money. This is the kind of stuff they did, those Bush League, minor league stuff, because that's what Republicans do. 
but I it's a good draw though because I like it. yeah I like it too I mean because what's the harm in winning exactly right what's the harm in scamming people so because remember all, the whole point of this is for a few people to try make money in the NFL correct namely Donald Trump because he made it very clear that when he bought the New Jersey Generals for ten million dollars which is two million dollars over the asking price and also. He could have had them for $1.5 million a year before, but he turned it down because there are people, when they went to the meeting, he showed them a 20-minute video touting his accolades and then showed up late. Okay, so... Right, and then, and then just turned it down, right? Those things are all important, and Donald Trump has been a billionaire for at least the last 50 years. I mean, and yeah, so, 100 years, you know? Yeah, and so what's 10 billion to one? I mean, sorry, 10 million to 1 million. No, you're absolutely right. Right. It's, right. So who cares? He's been a part of it, but I mean, he really wanted the NFL franchise. Yeah. So he met with the NFL commissioner, uh, Pete Rozelle, who I hate. I do not like him, mostly because he kept Trump out of the NFL. See. Now, I do understand he also showed up to that meeting late as well and made roselle sit through the same video telling his accolades and did not let pete roselle talk the entire time i'm not kidding they, they just did not let the commissioner of the nfl talk during their meeting hey you want to talk about strategy that is strategy hey, listen, that right there if you want an nfl franchise the best way to do it is to alienate insult uh procrastinate and uh, vilify the most powerful person yes. in the league. Right. Who's no. a commissioner. Absolutely. You, uh, you don't, when you're using the, the proverbial carrot on a stick, you don't use the carrot. You use the stick. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Or the sludge or the poison. Yeah. Whatever or whatever is. you, yeah. I mean, come on. So uh, there is that. When Trump eventually did get the team, because he bought it for $10 million, which is kind of overpriced. Have you ever heard of uh, Vince Lombardi? Mm, is that Falco's, Falco's uh, name? Oh, wait. Is Real it, name? Is it Falco Lombardi? Falco Lombardi. Uh, it, it's, Falco. It's, it's Falco Lombardi. Falco Lombardi. I don't, mm. I don't know. Anyway. So... Vince Lombardi is who the Super Bowl trophy is named after because uh, he was like one of the best early coaches. Okay. He has a son named Vince Lombardi Jr. And um, Donald Trump, who bought the team, was uh, talking with Vince Lombardi Jr. Because, you know, he's a coach and he's a guy who knows a lot about football. And, uh, you know what? I'm going to let Vince Lombardi uh, tell you what happened. Here's what I, he said. I like quotes. Quote. Donald was asking questions about football, and after some time, he told me that I didn't know what I was talking about. End quote. Well, clearly he didn't know what he was talking about then. I mean, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. Look, who are you, Vince Lombardi? Just to be a son of one of the greatest coaches ever. Right. You play football, you coach football. Who are you to tell Donald Trump, who admits that he doesn't watch football on Sundays. He doesn't have time. He, he does not He's have time. He's running the world. Absolutely. 
That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. He runs the world. How hard is it then to run football? Who, what is wrong with these people? And asinine. Th- you know, it is asinine. Because all the owners are clearly inept <laughs> because they were in the spring. <laughs> so they're playing in the spring, right? From Donald Trump and his infinite wisdom and brilliance after one year, by the way. So from 83, 84, when he's there, he somehow, I'm going to use quotations on this, convinces people, uh, the owners to uh, move to the fall and play on Sundays to directly compete with, with the, the NFL. NFL. So, uh, Cal, look. Sorry, I get a little hot all of a sudden. Now, Cal, that's not Donald Trump's fault. No. It takes the group to do that. Correct. Now, there might be reports that <laughs> some polls were fudged and some numbers were moved. And some numbers were, I'm not saying made up. I'm not saying anybody made up the numbers. No. I'm not saying Donald Trump did that because he didn't. He doesn't. Right. Somebody did, but so, he didn't. That's the important <laughs> thing is that he did not. Right. And there's more, I and mean, there's other people involved. Yeah. But, uh, but that, that, this is how we're starting. It sounds like a good start to me. We're, we're, we're moving in a direction. How are how you feeling over there so far? I'm uh, a little warm because we're competing with the NFL head to head. I feel a little bit like TNA. Soccer doesn't work in the end. But, uh, <laughs> Spoiler alert. So uh, let's go back to 1983 real quick. We're going to get off Trump. I'm going to tell you about the greatest trade of all time. I'm ready. Okay. So um, there's no way to say this, but the Arizona Wranglers and the Chicago Blitz made a trade. And they traded their entire rosters with <laughs> each other. <laughs> I... You think you have a headache now. <laughs> Cal, Cal, I want you to tell me the number. Tell me the number. What? How many people were traded? The number. Uh, roughly, but uh, between seven hundred and fifty and two million, the size of the cities. They should have just traded the cities. They would have if they could have. <laughs> so it's ninety-two <laughs> <laughs> And so, the, so, so, so the Chicago Blitz. They were uh, so. The Chicago Blitz is the owner. His name is Ted Dietrich. And Ted Dietrich lives in Arizona. And so the Arizona Wranglers, their owner is backing out of everything. Because remember, everybody's losing money. Right. So Ted Dietrich is all like, well, hell, I want his team. Wait, I have a team. I can't, I can't buy a second team in Arizona. Because, you know, he didn't want to make the three-hour flights to... Um, Chicago right. every weekend. That makes sense. That's, that's, okay. So, because there was no owner, he just paid some money and orchestrated the trades of an entire team. The whole thing. Because he just wanted to keep his team. Did I mention this included like the front office? He brought as many of them as he could with them to Arizona. So, my question, so, did he trade or did he acquire? No, it was did, a trade. So, then all of the front office and team from Arizona 
from Chicago. Right, I'm saying two Arizona. Right, but I'm right. saying then his team from Arizona moved to. That's what I'm asking. All the like, players from Arizona went to Chicago. I don't know about their front office. I, they they probably just lost their jobs to a stadium where there is no owner. Well, they they eventually got an owner. <laughs> They got an owner. His name is James F. Hoffman Jr. I bet a lot of slaves wanted that deal. No owner, getting traded, and no owner. You just, you just, you're just free to do whatever you want until like, like. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> it seemed like a bad thing at first, but then, then it seems now. <laughs> They're not slaves. They're pro athletes. They're not college athletes. Not college athletes. You know how we keep losing sponsorships on this show? That's how that shit happens, Cal. I'm very sorry. Because of comments like that. I'm very, very sorry. Damn it. Now, uh... Oh, boy, I hurt. That was funny. Uh, yeah, so... Oh, wait, where was I? Okay. It's some team trading here. Team trading. Um, yeah, so... Uh, oh! So they trade the whole team. And remember, um, Dietrich did own Chicago. The Chicago Blitz. So when they moved to Arizona, what do you think their name was? Blitzkrieg. Right. You think it'd be the Arizona Blitz. It's not. It's the Arizona Wranglers. Okay. Yeah, so the original team. Right. So he moved his team and just kept the Arizona Wranglers name because the, the USFL was like, well, we're just gonna, you're just going to be Arizona Wranglers now. And he's like, Wait, what? No. And eventually they just, he's like, okay, we're Arizona Wranglers now. Wow. So he did something that is that brazen and then also didn't have to do any paperwork. Yeah. I'm very impressed. Actually. Chicago Blitz, the, the impressed. city of Chicago wanted to keep their team and their name, their colors and all that and all, and all that stuff. Yeah. So that's how they worked that out. And of course, you know, it's Arizona. There are so laws they care about. The only thing they care about is immigrants coming over the border. Yeah. And, you know, impeding on your civil rights if they think you're Mexican. Yes. That's the only things Arizona cares about. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how that happened. You even get a special pass, though, if, you, if you're going to play professional sports and make money for them, though, then you kind of get a little bit of a pass. So, right. Yeah. Biggest trade of all time. So, wow. do you think this that was is. like a big media circus? Do you think people knew? Not if they had to go to Arizona. Well, exactly. So, it was covered. But you want to know who was not told? I, I wish you could see Cal's face right <laughs> Yes, they didn't tell. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the personnel. So, uh, have you ever been uprooted and just like moved for whatever reason? Yeah. No, not like that. Yeah. Wow. So they didn't tell the players. That uh, uh... <laughs> there's a player named Dan Minucci who. Uh, was telling Jeff Perlman and, uh, about how he called a guy named Bill Polian, who's like a legend, he's a legend. Bill Polian is one of the smartest football people out there. He was the uh, Indianapolis Colts uh, GM for a while. Okay. Really smart guy. He called Bill Polian because apparently Bill Polian's fucking off here in the USFL for the Blitz. And he's like, all right, like right, I'm ready to report to training camp. 
And Bill Polian was like, well, you're not because we traded you to Arizona. They also mentioned that he couldn't report it to the camp in Arizona, not just because he wasn't there, but because he also got traded to the Memphis Showboats. So the Memphis Showboats owner had a hard time signing free agents. So in the second biggest trade of all time, the Memphis Showboats traded 21 players with the Chicago Blitz. Oh, boy. And then Minucci couldn't even report to that training camp because the Showboats released 20 of those 21 players. Wow. Do you know who is taking <laughs> notes right now? This big man. He is. He is on it right now. I see. You got it. Wow. At this point in November 2021, <laughs> that is so sad. Has released 80 wrestlers <laughs> since January. Damn. 80. That's that's for a whole different. I'm a Republican. You should be able to sign and release whoever you want. You should be able to move who's ever contracting families. I get mad at I athletes when they're not loyal. I agree. I don't no, you're right. get mad at owners when they trade you twice, release you, and nobody even calls you about it or tells you. No one owes you that, though. Exactly. Yeah, because it, the, the thing here is that words are... Um, Words are abstract constructs, okay? That's important for people at, at home and out there to understand. So when you get a 1099, so for those of you who have a W-2, when you get a 1099 that is labeled independent contractor, that does not mean that you can independently contract with whoever you want. No, that does not mean that at all. That means that you have to work for that said person hiring you as an independent contractor, and you cannot work for anyone else after you stop that job for a specified amount of time based off what the person who hired you to independently contract you for says. Right. Okay. And that's how it works in every single business. Every business. Don't don't look that up, by the way. No, no reason to look up any of that. In fact, there would be people right now outside who would love to be independently contracted versus just being told to get up and do their job exactly. without any pay exactly yeah and it's and i want to dispel this rumor here because every business one should run this way and look just because your name last name might be mcmahon okay and everything you just said might only be with that company only <laughs> Does it mean that they should be employees at all? No. Absolutely. Although they can be released from their contract at any point. Did you know that they don't get paid during those 90 days for a non-compete? I do. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. There's a downside guarantee, but it's all arbitrary. Capitalism. It is not the job of someone who puts you out of a job to make sure that you can feed your family. This country has never been about welfare, not from its inceptions. The forefathers did not want people to run around and receive money for doing nothing. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. They wanted a lot of the population to run around and do things without receiving money. So right. the idea that you should be paid when you know you're going to be fired randomly 
and for 90 days can't work for someone else, you should be saving for that. You're absolutely right about that. If it were up to me, I prefer maybe roughly 10 to 15% of the population work all the time for no money. Absolutely. That's only fair. In your backyard. Yeah, they're yeah. doing their duty for the country. Because God said so. He did say and so. And according to Alexander Stevens, that's their natural place in life. It is. <laughs> it is their natural place. Don't look that speech up, by the way, if anybody's paying attention. No reason to look up Alexander Stevens nope. at all. Nope. He's not even important here. He's not. He's important to me. And right. the college I went to, Confederate University. Absolutely. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But it, it doesn't matter here. No. And he doesn't speak for an entire country, okay? Right. Vice presidents don't do that. He just speaks for my country. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Pirate states of America. A loose country held together by a confederation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just because we don't have, you know, sovereignty, autonomy, borders, citizens, <laughs> residents, nothing like that. And just because we haven't existed in a hundred or so years because we lost doesn't mean we're still not a country. You know, yeah, exactly. Because you know what we do have? What's that? An unpaid workforce and lots of cotton. Absolutely. Wait, I mean, I don't know. We, we, we still kind of have an unpaid workforce. Have, have you seen, have you seen Mississippi? It's one of those places like Memphis where I try to uh, yeah. drive around. <laughs> I love it. That's like where I always go. <laughs> Let's get on down now to San Antonio Gunslinger. Oh, boy. And team owner Clinton Mangus. I like that name. That's a strong name. Now, this is a smart motherfucker. He's so smart, Cal, that he dropped out of fifth grade. Okay. He just didn't need it. He didn't need it. Uh, he saw ahead of time. But you mentioned cotton. He loves cotton. He dropped out of school so he can go pick cotton and make some money because his family needed it. Okay. Because he did not start out wealthy. Now, granted, he did work at a gas station, run into this guy who like was really big into oil and real estate, and then, you know, sucker his way in, you know, a uh, strong, impressive-looking white male who was a liar and stole money from the, from the dude. But he... Anyway, he made his money on real estate and oil. And he made a lot of money suing people over it because that's what him and Donald Trump would get along. That's his main thing. That's how you Sue do it. it. Right. Yeah. Remember that uh, eminent domain thing I was telling you about the oil? Not even a little bit. Okay, guys. Hey, if you live in Texas by any chance, uh, anyone lives in Texas, did you know if you buy land, you have to specifically claim any uh, raw resources or materials on your land and you need a lawyer for that you can't just say it because if you don't no matter what land you own any oil company corporation anybody to come in claim imminent domain on your resources only my suggestion is that you send kip or i a private message if you have not claimed it and we will help you file that claim oh absolutely yeah, no, yeah. we'll we'll help you do that I'm not saying that because, like, only Republicans listen to the show. Right. And once again, uh, if you think I'm kidding, you, you have a computer and a phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that I'm a Republican. I think it's fair. Yes. Just because you buy land, just like if you're 
a team owner, just because you have people on your team doesn't mean you owe them anything. You shouldn't be loyal to them. Well, no, because you own them. Exactly. Words are important. You think, you think the government is responsible for securing uh, a certain depth of land that you own? No. You own the first, maybe what, half inch of it, okay? No, above Thank soil. You. Yeah. Above that, yeah, exactly. exactly. No, right. Above, that's right. Because yes. you do not own the airspace above you your land. You have every right to build on it. But what you don't own is, I don't know, whatever the soil, whatever is beneath it. That's right. Your life. We're going to get into Clinton Mangus here in a minute because he's the cheapest man in America, which is kind of funny because he's. Anyway, I'm a Republican, okay? I appreciate cost efficiency. Same. But boy, he takes it to the next level. I can't wait to hear it. But before we do that, let's talk about San Antonio Gunslingers head coach Gil Steinke. Okay, we're going to play a game. All right, I'm ready. It's called Guess How Many Fingers Head Coach Gil Steinke Has. Oh, boy. And if you get it wrong, you got to take a sip of your drink. Oh, Let's go. Seven. You fucking asshole. He has seven fingers. How would you know that? You should have known I'd go for that number. You're such a dick. You should have known the two numbers I'd go for, seven and three. I, okay, I'm missing it. How am I supposed to know that? Tell you later. <laughs> Asshole. I bet, I bet you don't know this one. We're going to play trivia. All right. I'm trivia ready. with Cal Cutler. All right, Cal. So, uh, Gil Steinke is a 64-year-old man. Sure. And he said, he, he used to coach in like college and stuff, but he said his philosophy is he doesn't believe in coaching the game from the sidelines. I like it. Where... Did he coach the game from? The end zone. Wrong. Take a sip of your drink. It's from the the air-conditioned skybox. Now you know. Now you know ain't no skybox. His home. In the fucking Alamo Dome. Because they're playing. The Alamo Dome was built in 1939, by the way. That's what they're playing right now. Wow. Yeah, they haven't upgraded. So... No, it's the stands. You coach us from the stands. You know where your fans sit. Yeah. More specifically, because it's an Alamo Dome in the 12th row, a little bit to the left of the student section, because he didn't want to have to talk to like all the older people who are investing in the actual team. And he said that he Smart. had to be right. But it's the 12th row because the band would play a little bit higher than that. Okay. Did I mention that he always sat with his wife when he coached the games? Uh-oh. So, he said, this is Cordy Gill. Gill said that when he was coaching in college, he did this because he could run down to actually give plays in between the, uh, you know, and during the holes and stuff or whatever. He, got, he could run back and forth. That's why he wanted to sit close enough. And... You think it'd be like what near fifty yard line? Yeah. Nope, twenty yard line. D- so where did it? Did they have clock stoppage? Oh, in, in college they do. Yeah. And oh, USFL, this was in college. No. That's what I was asking. In USFL. Oh no. no, he did this also. Oh. And with the gunslingers. Oh. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about why it didn't work. He, well, I can see all kinds Besides of reasons why that, that <laughs> why it didn't work. But okay. <laughs> yeah. Also. Cal, because I know you're about your medical knowledge, I want you to tell me what's happening here. 
I'm going to tell you a story. All right. Defensive coordinator Jim Bates said that, uh, that, uh, Gil Steinke, they had, they would have meetings, you know, as you do. And, uh, he would just get up and leave the meetings at any point, five minutes in, an hour in. He'd be talking, be focused. Then he'd just get up and leave. He'd come back. Sometimes he'd come back. Sometimes he would not come back. Okay. He'd, uh, you know, he just kind of mumble, talking tangents sometimes. Yeah. Often forget things like plays. He forget the names of his own players. He show up late to games because he couldn't remember where his stadium was. He's very irritable. He'd often refuse help from people when they're trying to, you know, tell them how to leave the locker room. <laughs> He'd bring his wife around a lot because he trusted his wife. As you should. What was that? Any of this sound like anything to you? <laughs> Sounds like a perfectly healthy capitalist male with maybe a twinge of dementia. <laughs> I I said twinge though. This is you know, this seems very mild to me. Oh, yeah. Defensive coordinator Jim Bates says, quote, we didn't really use the word dementia back then. <laughs> you're, you're killing it, trivia. <laughs> you're doing a great job. Thanks. <laughs> All right, back to Clint Mangus. And, be, and to save on time, and you, you let... Say anything you want. We're just gonna run down all of the things Clint Mangus did to save money. Oh boy! During a nationally televised game, the stadium lights went out for about fifty minutes because Mangus apparently stiffed the power company on uh, all the bills that he owed them. So one of the people that worked for him shut the lights off on purpose. Can you say? In nineteen eighty-five. The first four paychecks all were either late or bounced. They, yeah, in fact, it was a it was a game on when you got your paycheck. You had to run to the bank very quickly because if you waited, there there wouldn't be enough money. Training as athletes, right? You gotta, you know, I I just want to. This is a good plug. Mm -hmm. I just training. There's no difference between training and tormenting, by the way. I want to say that. No difference. According to who? Uh, according to the world? I mean, what you and I believe is probably different than what, like, I don't know, the law says. Well, that's because the law is wrong. That they are wrong. They are wrong. So, uh, Cal, how much do you uh, like Jacksonville, Florida? Are we going on a scale of like one to ten? Sure. Like a three to a four. How would you like to be stranded there? <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Do I have lots of cocaine? No. Oh, no. no absolutely no. not. Because he no. left it back in San Antonio. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Right. I mean, let's be real. They probably brought it with them. So I would hope so. You're stranded in Jacksonville right now. And you just lost in overtime. Okay? And, um, you know, you're on a private flight. And uh, you're just sitting in the runway. 
on the plane and you're just not going anywhere for hours because your owner didn't pay the airline because uh, of check bounced. And so you stay on the plane and, you know, some of you go to a hotel and then who bails you out? And I can give you a thousand guesses and you're not going to get it right. But I'm going to give you a hint. A position in government in Texas ended up bailing them out. Attorney General. Wow, that's so close. <laughs> Lieutenant Governor. Governor. Yeah. Lieutenant Governor Bill Hobby. But yeah, that was close. Good, good yeah. for them. That's what you. That's well, what you do. Oh yeah, especially because him and Mangus are friends. Because Mangus spent a lot of money contributing to politicians. Yes, and that's what my right. taxes pay for: bailing out. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's partly how he got the team. Right. Uh, did I mention that? Remember you said something about air conditioning? I did. Oh come on, Mangus isn't going to pay for air conditioning. Nor should he. Right. He, he didn't pay for it for the locker rooms, even. Uh, his own press box didn't have air conditioning. His own box didn't. So he did not subject the team to anything that he did not subject himself to, which is what a leader does. Absolutely. Thank I you. mean, when he was there. But, you know. He's the owner. He doesn't have to be there all the time. He was so cheap, he didn't even buy decals. His wife drove around a baby blue Lincoln Town Car. And nice. what she did was she took a poster and scotch taped it to her car. I bet nobody could tell the difference until they got up close. No, nobody could tell the difference, Cal. Nobody. nobody. Tell- <laughs> Not until they got up close. Prove me wrong. I, hey, you got me. <laughs> you, got, you got me there. I got, I got nothing on that one. Oh, there's also no air conditioning for the, uh, you know, the, the front office and their positions. There was air conditioning in that, uh, that car she was driving. Well, where do you think the front office was? Don't don't think too hard about this. It's really close to the Alamo Dome, though. It's I was gonna close. guess in the parking lot. Yep. Bingo. Oh damn! Bingo. I am on fire! Fire! You are killing it! Killing trailer. it! Yep. Two trailers in the Alamo Dome parking lot. Where their office? No air conditioning. See, I'm on it. Players had to provide their own shoes because Mangas wouldn't pay for them. Their shoes. Well, yeah, and they should not. Uh, no. Mangus shouldn't have to pay for this. No. If you're a football player, okay, one, I'm sure you have, like, some sort of Nike deal or worked out. Football players don't have individual Nike deals like that. Doesn't sure, matter. Odell Beckham does, but it doesn't matter. No doesn't matter. Either way, I'm just saying you shouldn't have to provide your own shoes because you're, you're out here playing for us. Exactly. Right. right. For our entertainment. Although, uh, you know, shoes, they're just, they're just, so I don't know how, I don't have a flowery way of saying this, but um, the turf would often get to about 130 degrees Fahrenheit. That sounds, about San Antonio, that sounds right. Yeah. And their shoes would just kind of melt and stick to the turf. Well, they shouldn't buy such cheap shoes. And you don't have to change turf. Once you put it down once it forever no reason to look that up just trust me on that just trust me on it well it's true because just like our bridges and roads that last forever you only have to apply turf once right and when i say don't look it up what i really mean is the opposite so 
If I say look it up, I mean, yeah, go for it. When I say don't look it up, I'm saying you should just trust what you should trust that what I'm saying is, is right. not the complete opposite. So right. I say that the San Antonio gunslingers also use very cheap paint and they put it in the end zone. Not you know filled saying? with lead. Right. Don't look that up. No. Right. Because it was very. It, I mentioned that there's often uh, called paint injuries. No. Yeah. So because they they didn't like change the paint, they didn't wash it, and it's also very very hot. So anytime you let's say caught a ball and you like rubbed your skin on it, everyone got rashes and pustules would form. I believe and, that. Yeah. Wow. Yup. You should ask Hall of Fame quarterback Steve Young about it sometimes. <laughs> so what you're saying is the NFL should be thankful that all they have is a MRSA issue. Yeah, MRSA and that one time the measles broke out. Go figure. But uh, oh no, I'm sorry. That was that was an HL. That was hockey. Yeah, that happened. And measles is also a myth. Oh, created by the left wing well, media. Yeah, because vaccines are stupid. Yeah, and I have never been vaccinated in any way shape or form thank you neither have i or our field hand uh field interns <clears throat> excuse me and they're fine our field interns have nothing to do with this no running back doug Banks said they practice without pads and only helmets and sounds right at one point man just had his daughter seeing uh the halftime show every game and he forced certain bench players to go to her singing shows at the Melodrama Theater, and where they're the only people there. Her voice was described as, quote, a drowning emu. Wow, that's... Mangus hated the, the gunslinger's punter, Ken Hartley, so much that he hired this guy named James Edgar Roberts, who was the best punter at his high school. How many years ago, from 1983, did James Edgar Roberts punt in high school? I'm going to guess it was before the war. It's a little too much. A little wow. too much. Okay. Wow. All it's right. before a war, just not World War II. So he's young enough. I mean, young <laughs> to, like, walk out there? Sure. It's been over 20 years ago. Uh, right. It's like riding a bicycle. How do you think he found this guy? So we're talking about One a mid-40s punter who hadn't punted in a long time. Shows up at, at the team facilities. How do you think he found him? Either in the stands or in a bar. Close. On his ranch because it was his ranch hand. Wow. That's my... Do you think one of our field interns could be a kicker? Are you kidding me? Our fielders, they're running backs and quarterbacks out there. What? A kicker. No, 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 no. You or I or one of our buddies can do that. Those, those people out there, have you seen them? I they're, mean. They're buff as shit. No, they're running backs. That's what they are. Or a man. wide receiver. We got enough out there now to have a team. You know that now. And they're probably good. They're better than the gunslingers. Man. Also, in the USFL, so you had to play in three straight games to earn your full salary. So, 
such a low bar. I love how you're like, you already, you already know what happened. I already know. Yeah. They just played the guy's two <laughs> games and then just deactivate him for the third. Oh, no. And so when the gunslinger players caught wind of this, they just started creating injuries because you still got paid if you're injured. You just couldn't be inactive for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know how they knew how, how to dip the system? How? They had all their meetings in the fucking head coach's office. Guess what was in the head coach's office? The list of who they're going to deactivate. So they, it's just there. And they're looking at it. And it's like, and they, just, and, uh, they, they said that it's kept doing this. And they, they would still get, mo- quote unquote, still get money. The checks always bounced. But that's how that happened. One of the injuries, which was not faked. They would not name this player. But here's a real injury. I want you to tell me. Trivia. What part of his body was injured? Because you're not going to guess how. But what part of his body was injured? And it's not, it's not your arms or legs. Ear. Dick. It's now wearing a cup? Quote. <laughs> <laughs> Quote. Slammed penis in trunk. That's on the injury report. I'm going to assume his dick wasn't out because I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt of being a human being. Trivia question part (laughs) two. (laughs) What kind of trunk? Oh, God. (laughs) There's a lot more trunks. There's a lot of trunks. There's a lot of trunks. Um, And I'm not talking about Dragon Ball Z. Like, which (laughs) trunk? Oh, that's sadly the only one that would have been acceptable. Um, a Oldsmobile. I don't know an Oldsmobile. Worse, because at least in an Oldsmobile you won't get tetanus. This was in one of those foot lockers. Yeah, you've been in the locker room, right? You know those like little lockers below the benches. Yeah, that one. Yeah. So one of our players has tetanus cock. <laughs> now, this may not come as a surprise, but um, the CDC does generally warn against tetanus infections. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like we care what the CDC says. <laughs> this is 2021, my man. Yeah. <laughs> DC can fuck itself. No, okay, this tetanus infections. I know you have uh, your medical knowledge there. I want you to tell me what happens if tetanus, along with lead paint, I guess injuries get in your get in your dick. Wait, what happens when you get tetanus? I have no idea. Your jaw locks up over time. Wait, it's like a nerve thing. It causes like lockjaw. Is that, is that that's it? where lockjaw came from? It oh. Essentially, causes you to. And yeah, and that's where lockjaw came Wait, from. Wait, so like if let's say a woman lies about having TMJ, and that's why she can't suck a dick, is that because of tetanus? Not necessarily. That- she might actually have TMJ. Oh, but okay. people, I often ask people, you know, have you ever, you know, have you ever seen someone with lockjaw? No, because we fucking immunize people, which is a government conspiracy. Absolutely. 
which you shouldn't get it because have you ever seen someone with lockjaw? No. So it's a fake thing that's made up by the government. I really don't think I've seen someone with lockjaw. Wait, now, don't get me wrong. Like, Paul George talks with his mouth open all the time. I don't think that's lockjaw. That's not lockjaw. He's lock probably jaw. capable of closing his mouth. He is capable of clo- open all the yeah. time. No, it's, that's a choice that he makes. I hate people who have their mouth open all the time like All that. the time. Who, who does that? Right. You're not a fucking animal that's using it to condition, like, the, the temperature of your blood. Exactly. Shut it. Right. Oh, granted, if you're in a NFL and you do that, you probably are a dog. But... <laughs> Okay, I promise we're almost done. We have a few more things. Uh, the Gunslingers also held a punch, kick, pass competition so they can, like, you know, promote shit. Yeah. Promising whoever won a contract to be on the team. So, <laughs> hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, more ridiculous than you think it is. So the winner is a former college soccer player. All right. All right. All right. Punt kick pass. Yeah. Kicked a 40-yard field goal. I believe that. And his name was Julie Tillman. No. Is a woman. And it's not yeah. 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 No. Julie Tillman won. And she kicked the shit out of that ball. No one knows no. it's close. No, she didn't. They, no, they invited her to practice. But she. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, I get it. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying that they're lying about it, uh, and or they had to hire a bodyguard because they brought her out there. They wanted to make absolutely sure that none of the guys, like, did anything to her. Correct. Because San Antonio has a reputation for being the best party city in the league. And that's why they went broke. That's right. They did so much cocaine. Bodyguards are expensive. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. And cocaine when is you expensive. protect women, you, you spend a lot of money. You do. Which is why we shouldn't as Republicans. Well, no, because that's that's up to them. That's right. Right. And or cocaine is more fun. Yes. Um, you know, and while we're on the topic of cocaine, I think it's important to mention that um, you know, this whole opioid epidemic thing, people talk about cocaine and they hurt. Yeah. You know, it, pain is a situation that is brought on by low ca- uh, cocaine titers. <laughs> okay, so let me just put that bug in here. Okay, that's how you fix it. The, so, okay, there's a, there's a player named Mike Rozier. Mm-hmm. He was a Heisman winner. And when, they, uh, when the USFL drafted him, they were worried about his drug habit. Or oh, sorry, possible drug habit, allegedly. Allegedly. And then there was a, I can't, oh, I really wish I wrote <clears> this down. So I was listening to the book, the audio book. Yeah. And I guess the owner said to um, that the the agent's name was Huddleston. Huddleston, Huddleston or Huddleston. Okay. Said to him, "Well, I hear that cocaine helps your ankle feel better." That's a that's, that's a fair assumption. Yeah. <laughs> also, the San Antonio Gunslingers wide receiver, who they wouldn't name, used to do cocaine in the huddles. I bet he played well. I mean, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> they lost a lot. Probably not. <laughs> Tom Allison, the stadium's public or the stadium's announcer, uh, one night leaned into the microphone and said, Tonight's winner 
of the 1984 Dodge Charger. Oh, wow. oh my God, it's me. And booze. Everybody booze shit out of him because, I mean, yeah. But see, here's the thing. Uh, he bought a ticket to the raffle and he had to announce the raffle winner. So, Cal, who decided who won? Dodge. Exactly. Yes. And do you know how you you help correct what happened there oh, for yeah. everybody who watches after for history? You cancel out the booze and you pipe in cheers. Are, are you making a Vince McMahon reference again? Did he do that? Let's, uh, he's, I don't, I don't. <laughs> so what I did not show you yet uh -oh. was, uh, the Gunslinger's logo. Oh, boy. I want you to tell me first what colors you think they are, though. Wait, what? No, what, tell me what colors you think. Oh, Gunslingers? Yeah, Gunslingers. When you think of a Gunslinger. Brown. Silver. And white. Those are basically the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, well, you got to have well, white. You got to have white. It's, that's way more, I think that's way more accurate than what they actually are. Which is green, blue, silver, and white. <laughs> now look at this logo. And I want I'm you trying to not me, to. What, what do you see right here? What, what is that guy? What does a gunslinger look like to you? A pedophile. Right? <laughs> look, at look at that mustache. Dude's crazy. Also, also. He's got some problems. Those are the jerseys. Not as horrible as I thought they would be given the logo. No, you're right. They do look like an actual football team. Yes. The color scheme is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Just like the Seattle Seahawks scheme is ridiculous. Yes, but they did downplay one color. So now that's... tell me, look at these, look at these football cleats. Oh. And tell me it doesn't look like a sandal. It does look like that's what I thought. Right. It looks like they're wearing sandals. They should have. Completely, I don't understand. Wow. Remember, they wore their own shoes, so they had to buy these on their own. I'm going to point out something about this picture. I don't know if you've noticed. What really bugs me is there is a whole section of people missing in oh, the yeah. middle here. Oh, okay. Just... Oh, we're going to. Oh, right. All right. Oh, we're just... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, since you brought it up. <laughs> The gunslingers would often say, or this, what they reported was, they had about 18, 16, 18,000 people there a game. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. They said they sold 16, 18,000 tickets a game. Okay. And that's really all that matters. Well, no, it was, it was 3,500 when they had oh. to do the books and everything. Who, who's who, counting? Who inflates their numbers? Well, who cares about that? But the thing is, is like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like getting on people for inflating numbers. Mm -hmm. But these people actually like will show up to the game is the problem. So like you'll see, like you'll actually physically see what you didn't sell. Uh, it, right. That's the issue. Absolutely. Like it will be shown on national television. On that, right. Right. That's yeah. an issue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, well, while we're here, so that's another part of the jersey, and I saved the best. Oh crap! I gotta finish Mangus. Then I'm gonna tell you the best part about Do this. It. So, Mangus eventually just stopped paying for the bills. Like, he just stopped altogether. And uh, he left $600,000 in unpaid salaries just kind of up in the air. He eventually did declare for bankruptcy, 
1991, his ranch was called the Magic Kingdom that he owned. And so he had some visitors come. And who were these visitors? His friend named Marshall. <clears throat> now, I want you to think about all the marshals that you know. Okay. Okay. And I want you to tell me which marshal it is. Remember, think 90s. This is 1991. So think 90s. Do you even know any marshals from then? No. Like anybody last name Marshall, first name Marshall? Yes. It's a last name Marshall. It's a last name Marshall. Mm-hmm. It is. You got it. Yeah. The first name is U.S. That's what I was actually going to go with. I was going to say the U.S. Marshals. Yep. They came there. They are not who you want showing up. Do you, do you want to know what they showed up in? Helicopters. Sounds right. Helicopters. And they physically evicted him from the property because it was foreclosed on. Now, I want you to take a minute and I want you, you know what kind of local law enforcement, what, uh, what they do, kind of what they have to do when they... Uh, talk to you or arrest you. You kind of know their protocol, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me the protocol for U.S. Marshals. None? Exactly. Problem. You show me a U.S. Marshal badge, I'm, you know what? Because also, U.S. Marshals could also, you know what else they could do back in the day? What was that? Take you dead or alive. Oh, Didn't really? matter. Oh, didn't matter. Oh, shit. Yeah, unless there was a specific mandate saying that it had to be alive, eh, as long as you bring in the head and body. The- so... U.S. Marshals show up with little bat, not not even arms, no. just head and body, head and bring, bring, just bring him in. We don't really care how. You know, fucking head and shoulders is over there. Like, look at our new line of shampoo called head and body. Head and body. <laughs> you don't need to wash your pubes, like head and body. Head and body. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah. Eventually, Mangus um, did go to jail for bribery and mail fraud. And now we're going to play the next trivia question. Who is in more debt, Mangus or Donald Trump? Currently? Well, Mangus is dead, so. Yeah. The winner is Trump because Mangus is dead. Because Mangus is dead. But then? Yeah, but then. In 1997. Clearly Mangus. Maybe? I'm not exactly sure because Trump can't really show us all of his taxes nor should he have because to. he's an american hero that's and right and have to that's exactly right so the answer by default is mangus is mangus. 89 million dollars in 19 what 97 now trump probably <clears throat> maybe matched that a little bit or maybe, maybe a little bit of chest pain no one cares about that and now it's time for the best part I'm right. And this is why, or part of the reason why, the San Antonio Gunslingers are my favorite team. There is a player, and here's what, I'm going to quote him, okay? I'm ready. He's a safety for the Gunslingers. And he said, quote, I thought he might pull it right, or I thought he might pull it out right at the last minute, but it's a business. And evidently, something he did failed. And this safety was talking about Clinton Mangus. This safety's name is Michael Ulmer. And Michael Ulmer was a killer athlete. Damn right. He, he was. was so good. And he's my favorite player. I'm one of mine, too. He had 11.2 yards per reception for the gunslingers. Okay. Okay. Well, well, well let me uh, clarify. Uh, uh, you're dancing over yeah. there. It was really 11.2 yards, like, Return. He was a punt returner. Reception return. It's you know. 
similar. But he's like the best one. And I have Mike Almer's entire stat line right here. Oh boy. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to show you a picture of him. Or at least what I could find. You know what? I'm going to reach his stat line first. Then I'm going to show you a picture. Oh. Here's a stat line uh, for his entire career. He played in the USFL. He played in the CFL, the Canadian Football League, and the NFL. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. It's super impressive. Right here is an impressive stat line. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me. You don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> you don't know where I'm going with this. You're right. I don't. It's, yeah. One touchdown. One. You know what? That's one more touchdown than I have. Right? Thank you. Exactly. 935 total yards. <laughs> Three sacks. Because he also played safety. Three sacks. Four fumbles. Not, not uh, forced fumbles. Forced, like, fumbles he had. And my favorite stat. Because he, he also played running back. He has a total of negative six rushing yards. <laughs> Let me tell you what he looks like. So I have more rushing yards than he does. Yes, you do. Here you go. Look at him. <laughs> this is one of two pictures. <laughs> Cal, describe it. Describe a picture. Uh, so what looks like happening is here is that he gave him his back, and he is now being placed. You need to tell them that. So the picture I'm showing him, Michael Omer, is actually two people. <laughs> Mike Oliver is the one with the ball. <laughs> and uh, the other guy is tackling him. But boy, is he tackling him. He is tackling him. Uh, we, I believe we call that a rear naked choke. Now, this is one of two pictures I could find of this guy. All right. Read the caption. Mike Ulmer is dragged down by Glenn Jackson of BC Lions Friday? Yeah. In Calgary? Yep. Lions overcome stamps 52 to 29. What does the uh, bold section right here say? Pollard Cowboy. The only picture I could find of him is like him being negatively talked about. Mike Bowman being dragged down. Not trying to make a play. Nothing like that is being, and boy, look at it. He's being dragged. He is being dragged. Mike Oliver right now is holding a ball in one hand and his left hand. His right hand is being mangled by whoever <laughs> is tackling him. I guess Glenn Jackson. And Glenn Jackson has his hand around his neck yes. and around his arm. And Mike, he's in trouble. He like is in trouble. He, in this, trouble. if someone doesn't intervene, he's going to be taken to a second location and dismembered. Right. Yeah. This I, is, yeah, he's this is a problem. And here's the second picture I could find of him. Oh, that's his high school picture. Yeah, he's from Fremont, Nebraska. He looks I, like it. I'm assuming he's from Fremont, Nebraska, because this was in the Fremont, Nebraska paper thing. <laughs> oh, the Fremont Tribune, I think, is called. And uh, yeah, what? That's it. I it's nothing else. I can't. I can't that's find him. Died. He's not dead. Sure, I don't know. He's probably not. anyway. That's there's that. <laughs> I'm impressed, but that's why he's one of my favorites. Low key to the end. 
And before we leave, before we before we stop, the top five gunslingers of all time. You you know you you know I'm going with this. I do. I'm Number ready. five, Pistol Pete Maravich. Love it. Uh, NBA legend, Atlanta Hawks. Anyway, move on to the next one. Number four, Yosemite Sam. I knew he was gonna make it. That's right. Thank uh, God. Did, I forgot he was like a Confederate soldier, like a lot yeah. of those Looney Tune cartoons. He was. So he's a Confederate University graduate. Yes. Yeah. 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 He was. He's a Jim Crow alum. He he sure <laughs> is. Very proudly so. Number three, Aaron Black from Mortal Kombat. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You you hitting on the good ones. I'm I'm killing it. Number two, Deadpool. I like it. That's true. I mean, he really should be number one. But you want to know who number one is? I'm ready. I, I'm just going to let you guess it. because I probably... will never guess it. I want you to just think where I'm going with Now, just think where I'm going with this. So, now, some of you, this is not, this is not a political comment, okay? Okay. All right, this is an objective, observatory comment. Uh, Rittenhouse. <laughs> Damn it. It's so much better. Not political. <laughs> just, it's so just much better. Very rare to be able to kill two people in a place it? where you don't live you and ruined it'd it. be okay. So. You ruined my number one. It's way I'm better. I'm so sorry. Who's, who's number one? I'm giving you if you're U.S. Gonna... law enforcement. Yeah, no, that's better. better. No, I don't know. N- no, no, numbers are important. You oh, got... you're right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah no, we, yeah, yeah. U.S. law for got way more. Oh man, for longer, <laughs> like established. Damn it! I should put Britain House no. on here. Enforcement was the. Oh, how did I not think about that? Because enforcement won. Oh, just I want to listen. To... Man, who's going to be bankrupt in five years? Rittenhouse or law enforcement? <laughs> I don't know. He's probably going to make more money than me, so. Uh, lose it all. I don't know. The su- hey, the Republican super package is now doling out money to all things not election related. I'm Have sure you- so. Yes, yeah, they're no, things like super PACs, lawyers. Yeah. You heard about that, right? Yeah, they're super. Yeah. I mean, they can do it. Yeah. Meanwhile, still not giving Cutler money. Wait a minute, do I have to run for office for them to give me money? No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, I'm not like, clearly I'm not like a former president. No, because the whole thing about super PACs is they're not political, quote unquote. Well, yeah, but then why are they so mad at the RNC for giving uh, all those lawyers money? Because the RNC is political. So why is the RNC? RNC, I don't think technically is a super PAC. I said super PAC. The RNC was giving money to those lawyers. Oh, uh, you know, for the defense. Oh. For a certain wow. person, I'm not naming that person. Then I don't know. But for a certain person's, uh, you know, um, election-stealing defense, they were giving money to, the RNC was giving money to them, to, to a certain law firm. So then, if that is that certain person's chosen people, then they can then receive money from a political entity chosen. i thought it was supposed to be for like if you're like running for office or whatever else but i think you can also maintain a private i, I thought you could give it to whoever you wanted as long as whoever was in charge did it 
I'm I'm oh, I'm gonna have to look. Into Some this. people are not happy about it. A lot of people, I bet. A lot of Republicans are not happy about Uh-oh. it. Uh oh. Well, if you need help to run your election, and you can't get the money because money is being used for election ceiling defense to one certain law firm, that might piss people off. Might make people upset. I'm naming names. No, no, should you? Because it's capitalism. Well, it's Joe Biden's fault. Well, clearly it is. It has to be. Who else's fault is it? He's the president. Who else's fault is it? Who else's fault could it be? LeBron James. Thank you for bringing that into the forefront. Do you know how hard it was for me not to blame LeBron for everything? You did a good job. The reason why the United States Football League failed, LeBron James. Well, we know that. Exactly. Just think about it. Think about it. Okay? Cocaine. All right, cocaine, San Antonio, bouncing checks, all LeBron does this stuff all the time. All right? All the time. I did not watch Space Jam. But Nor if should I did, you have. Exactly. I'm an American. But Thank if you. I did, LeBron, you know, had his son try to learn the lessons of family values and not abandoning, like, your family and stuff, which is ironic because even though the gunslingers did that, LeBron taught them that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not only did he teach them that, he showed them that by abandoning who? The American people? While he abandoned Cleveland. While he abandoned Cleveland. Abandoned them. And we all know, because LeBron, you know, he, he kind of moves fast a little bit and stuff like that. People think he's a superhero. LeBron is trying to indoctrinate your children and destroy your family through what process, Cal? What process? Fake go emulsification. Wow. Now break that down for the people at home. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you asking? Are you asking? The, yeah. Uh, what? Tegan? <clears throat> Look, uh, everybody knows what it is. Yeah, I mean, you're right. True. There's really no need to get into it. You're, you're, Not right yeah. now. Like, I don't know. I have something to do with like taking a sonogram or some shit. You, you move really, really fast. Yeah. There's some like vibrating frequency thing. You, you break, you, you break it up. Not you know? important. Not right. important. Ultrasound. You, you break up the particles. Know, the jizz thing. Yeah. You yeah. break up the jizz. You suck it out. Yeah. Right. You, you suck it out. You break it up, and you insert a intraocular lens. Yes. Correct. And you don't tell anyone about it ever after yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. And right. you blame other people for doing the same thing. Good job. Final thoughts. I just want to thank you for taking us on this ride um, through the USFL. And for anybody who uh, doesn't know anything about it, what a uh, whirlwind interesting trip um, um, that it was. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people made a lot of money from that venture. And a lot of people lost a lot of money from the venture. You say a lot of people made a lot of money? One guy made a lot of money. I'm sorry, two guys. Steve Young and Herschel Walker. Boy, they, they may have put... Steve Young's contract was $40 million. Yeah. Now, he did not get all of that. <laughs> but, I mean, Herschel Walker got some money. Yeah. Is, Steve, is Steve Young... Got... Yeah, rest of them? No, not so much. Yeah, no. 
and you know and we we learned a lot of valuable lessons uh um, all along the way um you know uh i think one of the important things to remember uh is that per the american fabric is that differences is is not acceptable thank you yeah i completely agree you know, because someone says like, oh, we have to embrace our cultural differences. It brings us together. I beg to differ. I have history on my side showing that, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It does not. When you step on the field, okay, when you step on the field or you step on any game playing surface, a court, a pitch, a porch room, a bed, a bed, you have to remember that everyone is your enemy. That's right. Everyone, including if you may or may not be uh, a certain medical professional in a certain region after, you know, everybody leaves you and you're a sole, decrepit, sad piece of shit. <laughs> like Christopher Dunch. Because that is definitely who I'm talking about. <laughs> I had no clue. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, just remember one thing. This all comes down to LeBron James. It does. If you stop supporting LeBron James, you save America. And all of you who still support him are the reason why that our cultural differences, racism, um, your favorite sports team losing, uh, uh, the reason why we have comets that come into our atmosphere sometimes, solar flares, and the reason why cell killed trunks, all because of LeBron James. It is. Yeah. I got more examples. Sailor Moon being canceled, LeBron James. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's important. That doesn't get talked about enough. Um, Attack on Titan, the reason why we have a giant naked bodies. Uh, attacking whatever Titan is. I don't know. I didn't watch the anime. LeBron James. <laughs> Has to be. Jerry Hollowell leaving Spice Girls. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. And the one that hurts me the absolute most. Celine Dion not winning more Grammys than she already has. LeBron Fantasia wasn't that good of a movie. Look, I, I, okay, look, I want to talk about this for a second. It wasn't that good of a movie. It just what? Hey, hey, you over there? Oh, hold on now. Look, 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 cow, look at that. What the fuck are you talking about? That must be that must be Betty. You better not. Did you flip me off for that? It wasn't that good of a movie. It's just Mickey Mouse failing. He can't even do his job right. It's a bucket of fucking water. You can't deliver a bucket Thank of you. fucking water. Do you and so on an ending note too, do you know what would have helped them develop to to to, to deliver that bucket what, of water? What's that? Who would help people overcome things like statistics or uh numbers or delivering buckets of water? What was that? Cocaine. Cocaine. Must Cocaine. Be okay, guys. Episode one down of our marathon. I, I'm a little lit because I don't know how we're going to do too. Hey, tune in for a next tune in for a next one. We're going to run it right back here. And uh, Cal, you got this one, right? All right, cool. All right, guys. 
See you later. We're Info Sports now. Stick around for number two.